This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. I'm the president of World Ministries International. We're coming from our college chapel here at World Ministries International. My special guest, the one who will be sharing the word right now, is Bishop Tobias Nehemiah from Kenya, East Africa. He was one of the pastors that I developed clear back in 1987 when I developed a mega church in Africa. And so he'll be sharing the word of God, a spiritual son, Pastor Tobias Nehemiah. Pastor, God bless you. Thank you so much. Praise the Lord. I almost said, I almost said, Bwana Jesus, if he unfortunately we don't understand that though, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, praise the Lord, especially for those of you that are meeting for the first time, my sister and my brother there, God bless you for coming tonight, God thank you so much, and the rest of us that have been here for almost uh, the rest of the time, that every time I come here, God bless you so much, amen, amen. praise the Lord. <clears throat> You know, you know, back in Africa, we were so excited. When we say praise the Lord, people back, say back, Amen. Amen. And I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean and it's, it's like, you know, it, it motivates the speaker. It makes me feel like, well, there, there, you know. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Praise Amen. the Lord. Amen. Tonight, I want to speak about faults to the, their great mission of forgetting our mission. Let me repeat that again. Falls to their great mission, or forgetting our mission. The Psalm 78 that uh, I want us to read is Psalm 78 and verse 8. Excuse me, verse 9. Psalms 7, 8. Psalms 7, 8. And we're reading verse 9. We read this in the morning and uh, was asked by Dr. Hansen to share with us tonight and so I'm so glad that we are here and we just want to hear what the Lord has for us. Maybe make a little bit of a little bit of a direction, but I praise the Lord. Thank God we will be sticking to the to the subject. Amen. 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 Psalm 78, we're reading verse 9. <clears throat> and I'm reading from I'm reading out of New American Standard Version. on uh, the Probably I would be asking some of us to read from the King James Version as well. Because King James Version, to me, it brings a lot of meaning to the scriptures. <laughs> Amen. Psalm 78 verse 9 says, In fact, if you would allow me to take it from verse 8. And not to be like their fathers, a stubborn and rebellious generation, a generation that did not prepare its heart, and whose spirit 
was not faithful to God. The sons of Ephraim were archers equipped with bows, yet they turned back on the day of battle. Can I take that again? The sons of Ephraim were archers equipped with bows, yet they turned back in the day of battle. Our Father and our God, we want to thank you this evening. Thank you, Lord, for your word that we are about to share. We ask you, Lord, to minister to us, minister to each and every one of us, dear Father. We are here, dear Lord, and each of us has his own needs, dear Father. Some are going through some pain, others are rejoicing, but you, we ask you, Holy Spirit, to minister to each and every one of us, just as we are, because you know us. I thank you and praise you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. <coughs> now, the first, the first eight verses, one, verse eight, one to eight, focuses on the obligation God's people have to pass over to the next generation. You know, we have a responsibility to pass over what we've learned, what we've been taught, or what we know about God to the next generation. It is very important. That is, if you have time, please, I urge you to read Psalm 78 because it teaches what our obligation is about what we are supposed to pass on to the next generation. As you know, the generation that we have today is, 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 a, is a, very, a very elusive generation. And it is your responsibility, it is my responsibility to pass on what we've learned to them so that they don't get lost. Can I hear an amen? Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Our present passage provides insight as to why the Israelites stumbled in, faith, in fulfilling their obligation and consequently should give us some insight into our own stumbling. It says, as we have read, that the sons of Ephraim were archers equipped with bows, yet they turned back on the day of battle. You know, these people, this these sons of, 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 of the, rather the Ephraims, they were fearful men. They could fight if it meant fighting. They could really stand. But the scripture says that they turned their back on the day of battle, yet they had the equipment, yet they had the ability, yet they had the capacity, yet they were able. But they did not stand. They turned their back. How about that? When you are able, you've been equipped with the, with, with, with the instrument that can enable you to fight on. You've been given what is able to help you facilitate what you are about to do, and yet you don't do it. That is what happened to the children of Israel, or rather the sons of Ephraim. They turned their back on the day of battle, yet they were equipped. Hallelujah. Let me just give you a little bit about the Ephraimites. Who are they? Who are these Ephraimites that the Bible are talking about? These were the sons of Joseph. They had a brother called Manasseh. And uh, when Jacob was blessing the sons of Joseph, when Joseph brought the son, his sons to him, he blessed them. And then he, 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 he adopted the sons of Joseph as his own son. And therefore, we have the 12 tribes of Israel. Amen? Yes. So they were, the, they were one of the sons of Israel. They were sons of Joseph, the sons of Jacob, as we can see. But uh, the Bible says 
They had a promising beginning. They were led, they were, they were people who had the, the ability to prosper. They were blessed by God. God had blessed them. God had prospered them. And they were also had honor. They were people that were, wherever they are, God had given them honor. God had given them favor. Hallelujah. People that were led to prosperity in the beginning of their life, in the beginning of their ministry, they were people that were honored. Everywhere they, were, they went, they were honored. They were respected. But the Bible says they turned their back on the day of battle. Praise God. Hallelujah. What was this turning back they were guilty of? Ephraim tribe did not rise to prominence. Joshua who led the Israelites to promised land was one of the Ephraimites. But these people did not rise to prominence. They did not come out and be able to fight. They did not come out and be able to stand when God wanted them to stand. Hallelujah. So when they entered the promised land, it was a territory allocated to Ephraim that the tabernacle of God was located at Shil. You know, God honored these people. They were honored. Their territory is where they were is located, and that was where the tabernacle was built. People would come from all over and go to that tabernacle and bring offering and bring, bring praises to God and worship God in that tabernacle. A, a territory that was allocated to Ephraim. That was an honor from God. God had honored them. God had, had respected them in a way. Praise the Lord. If God would just say, pick one of us here and I say, I want to honor you. Man, I'm telling you, it would be great. But these people, the Bible says, they turned their back. They turned their back. They had archers, they had equipment, they had bows, bows rather bows, yet they turned back on the day of battle. What a sad thing. What a sad thing for us to turn our back when, or for us, what a sad thing to fail to stand with our brother when he needs us. What a sad thing to fail to stand with your sister when he needs you. What a sad thing when to turn on our, on our friends and, and, go, and go behind their back and begin to backbite them and run away. What a sad thing is that? It is so sad. This is what happened to the Ephraimites. They were kept they were able, they, were, they had everything they could take, but they turned their back. I don't know about you. I don't know where you are. I don't know whether you, you stood where you're supposed to be standing or where you're meant to stand and stood there faithfully as God had commanded. I don't know. You know where you are. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. So when they entered the promised land, it was the territory located to Ephraim that the tabernacle of God was located in Shiloh. It was Ephraim territory at Shechem where the first national, national assemblies were held. Therefore, Ephraim became both religious and political center for the nation. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's like, let me just give it to you in a way that you can understand. It's like taking, it's like we're going all the way to the White House. Where, we go all, where do we do that? Isn't it White House here? In America? Isn't it? Yes. Yes. And everybody wants to go to the White House, you know? <laughs> it is a place of honor. Even if the president just calls there, you call there, and you just say, hey, we are going to the White House. Man, it's a place of honor. <laughs> Leave alone working there. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And these people, this place was Shiloh, where the tabernacle of God was built. Because God honored the Ephraimites. Ephraimites, when they really naturally, they were not meant to be, have been honored. They were not meant to be there, but God honored them. God gave them favor. Praise God. And here the Bible says the sons of Ephraim were archers equipped with bows, yet they turned back on the day of battle. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Psalm 78, 60 tells us that God forsook his dwelling place at Shiloh. God decided now, I'm fed up with these people. Let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. We need to do what you can do so that God can keep being with us. Don't let God run, leave you alone. Don't let God run away from you. It is the saddest thing to do. Let men run away from you, but let, don't let God run away from you. Don't ever do that. I've seen people run away from God. I've seen people run away from the presence of God because they, they, they've left God. But don't let God run away from you because of what you've refused to take your archer. You've refused to take your armor. You've refused to take your battle. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. I don't know whether you understand what I'm talking about this evening. Praise the Lord. God left them. God forsook them. And in a moment, we're going to see, why did God forsake, forsake them? What did they do wrong? Why did God, what, why did God have to leave them and let them say, okay, <laughs> I think I'm done with them. I'm totally done with them. I hope that is not what's up, what can happen to us. That God can say, I'm, I'm done with them, I'm done with him. I don't want to hear anything from him. <laughs> May God help us. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, why, what, what happened? Why did God leave them? Number one, God left them because of disobedience. You read verse 10 of chapter 78 says, They did not keep the covenant of God and refused to walk in his laws. God left them because they became disobedient. God left them because they were not obedient. God left them because they were disloyal, if in other words. Praise the name of the Lord. God left them. They did not keep God's covenant. They refused to walk according to his laws. So God's favor left them. Don't let God's favor leave you. Amen. Don't let God's favor leave you. I would rather men leave me. I would rather people deny me. But God's favor be with me. When you have God's favor, let me tell you, nothing can, 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 can stop you. Amen. Nothing can stop you when you have God, the favor of God. Nothing. But God left them because they became disobedient. Praise the Lord. Amen. It's not about the rules, do this, do this, do that. It's about loving God. It's about us having God in our lives and loving him and doing his will and, and doing his purposes affirming our love to him. That's all it matters. Are we together this afternoon, this evening? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. God's favor left them. Amen. Don't let God's favor leave you, my friend. The Bible says in the book of First Chronicles, I guess, chapter 4 and verse 9, and I think we keep reading it, that, 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 that Jabez prayed, God, just give me your favor. 
And we read that and we've read that and we preach that and we've shared that. And the favor of the Lord came upon, came upon Jabez and he was blessed so much. He was blessed so tremendously because of the favor of God. God's favor will bring blessing. But if it leaves you, I'm telling you, you're done. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. I'm seeing my time is running out. Let me go quickly. The second thing, God's favor left them because they were disobedient. The second thing that they did is that they forgot about God. They're forgetful. They did not remember where God had taken them from. They did not remember what God had done for them. They did not remember the blessings of God that God had bestowed upon them. Are we not like them? That when God, God blesses us and then we forget about the blessings of God, we forget that God had done this. And sometimes when we are in need, we say, God, please, God, I just pray you come through. Come through for me, please, God. And then God comes through for you. And then after some time, you forget that you are crying to God. We forget. These people forgot that God had brought them out of Egypt, where they were suffering, where they were slaves, that God had parted the Red Sea for them, and they walked through it as though it was a dry land. They forgot the blessings of God. They forgot that God provided the water for them in the wilderness. They forgot that God provided the manna for them. They forgot. Don't forget, don't excuse me, don't forget where God has brought you from. I've seen many people, even ministers, ministers forget that God has blessed them. And they forget that they've been praying, God bless us on this, on this platform, on this altar. And God does that. And sometimes they, and after some time they forget that they, 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 they were asking God to bless him. And they go away, far away from God. Let us not forget. Forgetfulness is a very bad thing. Amen? Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. The ability to remember is one of the important qualities of a minister or one of the important qualities of a Christian. And people who remember do well. People who don't remember don't do well. When you don't remember things, when you don't say, oh, you know, I, I like David. Yes, David had a lot of, some, lot of weaknesses. But there's some, I, I, when you, I was reading the book of 1 Samuel, where the David goes and says, he was in a problem, he was in trouble, and he would tell God, God, you, I, you remember you brought me through that problem. You took me out of that problem. I even know this one, you'll take me through. He remembered where God had brought him from. Yes. Praise the Lord. Don't ever forget where God brought you from. Don't ever forget. Hallelujah. Yes. Even students who, 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 who do well are students who remember where God has taken them from. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. I want to share this very quickly. I may, I may not, because I can see my time is going up. But I remember some situation God has brought me through. And sometimes I sit down and I just say, God, I thank you. I remember one time I was in Zambia. Dr. Hansen had sent me to be a pastor in Zambia. Zambia is another country from our countries. Don't know how many kilometers away. <laughs> you, if you drive, you may take you days to get there. But I had gone there, and one night, one evening, I came from from a fellowship. It was a very hot place, just like this time around here, especially in, like down where I was in California, very hot. And I came back from 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 from, 
from the office I was, and I had just driven, I parked the car and left and decided, let me just walk. Because it was, and I removed my t-shirt and I was with the, with the panda, I was walking along the railway line. It's hot. And as I was walking, then it became dark. It was becoming dark, very dark. And uh, I heard some, some, some noise, but I didn't, I didn't think it was a dangerous thing, so I kept walking. Then it, it made noise again. And then all of a sudden I heard something here. The spitting cobra had spit on me. And God protected my eyes. I never told you that. God protected me from my eyes. It never affected me. Then I realized I'm in a dangerous place. I realized in a dangerous place. Every time I remember that, I say, God, I thank you. I thank you, God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. It is good for us to remember where God has brought us from. Uh, and and, and uh, I also remember uh, many years ago, I think, I think, I think Dr. Hansen knows about this. I had an accident. I ruptured my bladder. I broke my, my femur twice. And uh, I actually was dying. I was dying. It did not be for the grace of God, I was gone. I was dead. <laughs> I wouldn't be here today, but praise God, I'm here. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> I'm telling you. And, and, and I was driving along the road and somebody suddenly came along my, on my side and, and I tried to avoid that person and I rolled several times. And unfortunately, the doctors on strike that day, during that month. <laughs> and I'm taken to the hospital and they, they looked at me, the nurses looked at me, the, the radiographers, you call them radiographers, I don't know, they have another name these days. <laughs> and they looked at me and, and one of them came in the middle around 10 o'clock and said, if you sleep here, you're going to die. You want to die because you are bleeding inside. And so they took me out. My friends came and took me out, brought me to another hospital. And the doctor was able to take care of me. And my wife was able to stand by me during that time. She was just a young girl. We didn't even have a child. We had no children. And the doctor had said, you guys, I don't think you even will give birth. But this lady stood with me by my side. Can't I remember that, surely? Can't I remember that surely? And I've seen people run away, even though you've stood with, stood with their spouses and the stars you've done with them, time came and they ran away from their spouse. Don't ever forget what God has done for you. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 These people were capable. They were able. They were men that God had armed. They were men that God had blessed. They were men that God had loved. They were men that God had given his, his favor. But they forgot on the day of battle, forgot about God. Hallelujah. Now, very quickly, this is our responsibility. This is our church today. We are coming here. We should not forget when we, something is called here that we need to be do. We need to do it because this is where we fight. This is our battleground. We fight here on our, on our knees. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Don't turn your back when God has called us to come and fight. Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 11 says, put on the whole armor of God. Yes. Hallelujah. Put on the whole armor of God. Pray with all manner of prayers because God has called us to do that. Hallelujah. May the Lord bless us. Please remember, remember your mission. Don't forget your mission. God has blessed us. Thank you so much. God bless us. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen with Bishop Tobias Nehemiah. Tobias, forgetting our mission. I'll tell you what, 
Christians do it all the time. Is that correct? Yes, Christians do it all the time. We do sometimes forget what we have been called to do. Yeah, that message you just spoke, I mean, great message. But again, like I said, I believe that people are guilty of this all the time. They are guilty of forgetting what God has done for them and looking ahead to what he will do for them. And consequently, they get themselves in trouble. Tobias? Yes. When we look at the context of our message, Psalms 78 and verse 9 says, The children of Ephraim were equipped. They had archers and bows, but they forgot. They turned their back. They forgot who they were. They ran away from the battle. And so many times we do that. We forget who we are. We forget what was called us. Amen. Again, this is Dr. Jonathan Hansen, President of World Ministries International with Bishop Tobias Nehemiah. Great message. And I hope you don't forget. Join Eagle Saving Nations. Eagle Saving Nations. It's meant to have a revival, a great awakening all through the United States. Look me up. Worldministries.org. Worldministries.org. Join Eagle Saving Nations so we don't forget our past and we can have America great again. Join Eagles Saving Nations. Worldministries.org. God bless you. Now here is my friend, Scott Farah, and he's going to help you with your business. Scott? Jesus teaches us that we should never do anything without making a plan first. Most small business owners fail to follow this biblical principle and do not have a written plan for where they want to be in one year, three years, five years. Yet every large business has a written plan. Many who wish to start their own businesses do not develop a plan first. This is one of the major reasons that 80% of all small businesses fail within the first five years. God worked through me to develop a unique educational program for business people. Quite frankly, this program has changed people's lives. If you currently own a business or if you're thinking about going into business for yourself, you need the independence program. Visit our website, independenceprogram.training, and if you choose to purchase this unique educational program, Make sure that you use promo code WMI. It will give you a 5% discount. So if what you have just heard resonates with you, and if you care and you want to be an unsung hero, I implore you, please take a few seconds to call us today and leave a message with a short prayer for us. Because we need to know that you are with us and care enough to be part of the spark with us so that together we can move God to send a great awakening that can reverse the inevitability of God's coming judgment, according to what God spoke in Jeremiah 18, 7, and 8. We believe that if you join hands with us, together we can save America from certain catastrophic judgment. So call now, okay? Dial 360-629- Five two four eight, and say a short prayer for us in your message and leave your phone number too, okay? So one more time, 360-629-5248. Thank you and God bless.